listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Wrong Button po- uh, Podcast, Wrong Button Pod Show Podcast. I can talk. Uh, hey, Nick, how are you? I'm well, Chris. You ready for round two? <laughs> I, I'm ready. So uh, we're going to talk about boss fights in this episode. Really? Um, you know what? That sounds familiar. I think we might have done that before. We might have done that before. <laughs> so you know what I was thinking? We've, we've done that before. This has got to be the rematch that comes halfway through the game to like mm-hmm. test us to see how we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so brief, brief side story into that. Uh, we were I was at my mom's. We were recording. Um, your your computer, your internet Oh, you dropped. at your mom's? I was at my mom's when we were doing that. That's why gotcha. I was like, it has to be at this time. Oh, that's right. Um, and so you and I were recording. Mm. Uh, and then my... Your your mic cut out. My laptop and, came unplugged is what happened. Yeah, and but normally Zencaster, because it, it does it remotely, so mm-hmm. if it cut off the power, like mm. it, it saved mine, because what it would do is it would, it would process yours on your side and then process mine over here and then save it. Um, I actually had it going directly to a share drive. Mm. Um, so that way if I was ever like, hey, I need you to assemble this and put this online, I could teach <laughs> you how to do that. Be like, you need to do this. Um, Dang. But that being said... Uh, it cut out, yeah. but right when it cut out, my stepdad comes up and is like, hey, I have a mixer for you to help with your podcast, oh, sets shit. off my mom's dog, and it was just... Just everything went wrong. Here we are. So yeah. we're, we're going to readdress boss fights. Hooray. Um, and what was the criteria? We went off the criteria last time. We went off like type of boss fight. Mm-hmm. How do we like it? Mm-hmm. Um, what style of boss fight that we really enjoy? Mm-hmm. Um boss fights that we love yes boss fights that we hate correct and then um like cliches and how boss fights are used within games because i think that's a huge important asset exactly so i figured uh let's start by talking about uh we'll we'll start off with like types of boss fights Alrighty. um and i figured we'll do we'll do this in like three kind of ways okay Uh, we'll do mechanics We'll right. do um, how the boss fight like uh, is integral to the to the story, kind of how it's done that way. Okay. Um, and then I figured we would also then talk about um, uh, the style uh, of a boss fight and how the boss fight itself is constructed for you. Okay, I see what you mean. Uh-huh. Um, so the first one, um, uh, we said mechanics. Um, when you when you fight a boss, mm. um, how do you like? Trying out part. How do you like the boss to be kind of like introduced to you, um, and how you know you're going to fight him? Do you like it to be like head on? This is a boss. I need to hit it. Or do you enjoy some aspect of uh, like Legend of Zelda, where it's like, okay, we mm. went into the the dungeon here. You got the slingshot. You need to shoot the spider. Fall hit. Right. Well. It depends. I mean, it honestly just depends on what I'm in the mood for. Typically, though, I am a very impulsive person, so if I can just run in there, do as much damage as I can, and get out, I'm definitely going to. But, you know, sometimes you just need a little boss. Oh, shit. I almost fucking destroyed our recording session again. Um, um, But yeah, sometimes a boss that takes a little bit more than just mindlessly running up and smacking it with whatever the hell... It's fun too. I mean, tactics and strategy is certainly um, what makes games fun. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you now? Do you like bosses? Um, so the, the ones that I'm going to think of here, um, I'm going to say the word. Uh, I'm going to say gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I there are several different ways bosses can be gimmicks. You can have a gimmick where, hey, you have to like go over here, hit this thing, and. <sighs> It, it's scripted, it does this, the boss <clears> takes <throat> damage, go over here, do it again, and then you right. have to like, do the final blow yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like I said, um, let's talk Zelda, we'll talk uh, Darksiders, and talk Metroid. Um, I think those are going to be the biggest ones for it. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think Castlevania ever has like too many gimmicks that still just hit it with a whip. Um, yeah. How do you feel about that, where it's like, okay, let's say we're in the middle of a dungeon, and in this dungeon we have to get XYZ thing, in order to progress and that's like part of our power up to go back to defeating um to like defeating the main villain or the defeating the course of the game and progressing to the game how do you feel about that where it's like your boss fight is also 
no, hey, we got to teach you this year. I mean, that's always cool too. I mean, I mean, that's what the, that's what bosses are for, right? They're just checkpoints within the game that test your abilities and your skills, not only as you know the character in the game, but the the person behind the controller actually playing the game. Going back to mechanics, you know. Then how do you explain monsoon? Don't don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Still not over it. You're fine. It's okay. We'll be recording next weekend and we can finish yeah. out the game and you never, never have, have to, to fight exactly. that asshole again. Fuck. Um so but but bringing up to that, what about uh so we play a lot of games like when you do bosses going mm-hmm. into like the whole mechanic and how they're constructed. Um Normally, when you get to a boss, it's a uh, th- there's a rhyme or reason of, of how you fight them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk like like let's just talk. Um, we've been playing through Metal Gear Rising. Um, the the final episodes will be coming out in about two weeks from this one. So we'll have seen pretty we'll have seen every boss in the game, save for the final boss. And I two bosses, but we've already seen one of the bosses. We've already fought Sam. Oh well, there's there's three bosses left, two that we oh. haven't seen, because you got to fight the Metal Gear and then you fight Armstrong by himself. Oh, that's right, you have to fight that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But so in games in in games similar to this nature, so um, when you construct a boss, like you like you said, it's, it's the whole checkpoint system. It's uh-huh. where are you, how are you, mm. um, games like uh, and a lot of games, what they'll do is. Uh, traditionally, it would be like, okay, uh, Mega Man, uh, Metroid, Darksiders does it, Zelda does it like pretty well, where it's like, hey, here's here's this new ability. Mm-hmm. Now you need uh, to use this ability to fight a boss. I like that. Um, especially, I, I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you can go ahead. Um, no. Especially in like how The Legend of Zelda does it, like you'll be in the dungeon and you'll be like, oh, what's the dungeon item? Oh, it's a bow? Awesome. I can't wait to see how that plays into the boss. What am I going to have to shoot with this bow, you know, to mm-hmm. weaken them so that I can close in and hit the sword? I do like that. The the um, the um anticipation of like, ooh, how is this going to play into this boss fight? And I, I actually think that's really, really, really cool um, myself. Um, I've, I've seen it done very well. I think Zelda, you're right. That's a, a very strong ask of mm-hmm. how to do this. Um, and it honestly, when, when looking at, um, like, and sometimes like when you do that, like some bosses are very obtuse, right? Yes. Um, the biggest ones I can think of are, uh, are going to come from Dark Souls, uh, mm. but like going from, and when I said I wanted to circle back to, uh, to, uh, Metal Gear Rising, we were fighting Monsoon. Mm. So in Dark Souls, you run into a boss, you you go, oh, that's the boss, and then you get smacked in the face by it, right? <laughs> like, oh, shit, better look next time. Yeah, and you do it like two or three times normally. Very rarely do you run in, and unless you're very patient, we'll, we'll talk about that approach later, mm-hmm. um, do you do you walk in and go, oh, hey, I'm going to go ahead and beat this boss? Yeah, that's Trial and Error definitely is the name of the game with Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Which, I, personally, I love, because it does teach you something incredibly important. And See, like you said... I don't much care for that, but I understand its place, and I definitely see why Dark Souls has the reputation that it does, but I just can't get into it. Um, cause, and this is going to go back to that. Dark Souls says, hey, here's this is a mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Souls, the mechanic is, like, Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Demons, Demons Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, you have your parry, you have dodge roll, right. you have critical hits, and then you have your stamina bar. Right, that's mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna oversimplify it. Exactly, that is like at its core what Dark Souls is. And you go into each boss fight, and you'll you, you smack the boss a few times, and you go, "Oh, that didn't work." Mm-hmm. Um, so you you roll out, you jot, you dodges blows, and you approach it, and you figure it out. Um, in games similar to uh, Zelda, like you said, there's a there's an item. Like, hey, uh, what is your quest? Get the item of this dungeon. Exactly. How will you do it? Beat the boss, and then you're done the boss and theoretically you are now uh, at your strongest point and you're going to go to the end of the game with all of your strongest gear and mm-hmm. you're going to have to use a little bit of everything to fight. Exactly. Yeah. If not 
fight him, then certainly on the way to him, you're going to be using everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and playing Metal Gear Rising, um, the first boss is Rex. No, Ray. Ray. Yeah. Um, and that's to be cool. Mm hmm. Because cool you need shit. that. Exactly. The the second boss is uh, Sam. And that's to uh, yes. humble you because... Yeah, the force loss fight right at the yep. beginning of the game. Yeah. You're, you're hot shit. You ain't that hot shit. And then exactly. you get a full costume. You're riding that high. And then you get instantly slapped back down. Uh, you fight Blade Wolf. Yes. I guess he was kind of like block or parry or dodge. Um, block, but then, yeah. But then you get to Mistral. Mm-hmm. And for her, it's, okay, you're going to fight her. Uh, this is going to be, hey, this is why you deal with ads. If you see these ads in this, you know you can get help. Um, when you're fighting her, you can still block, and then it's like you still have to use the, mm-hmm. I'm going to say judgment cut, but it's not judgment cut. You have to use the blade mode. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you what do the hell that, are you talking about? Yeah, judgment cut. That's a that's a Metal Gear. Or I'm sorry, that's a Devil May Cry thing. Oh. Um, that's the that's the slash where you see the sword come out and you hear him sheath it, and then eight thousand things appear. And gotcha. It's like, gotcha. That's gotcha. that. Okay. Um, so you do that, and the and, and I feel like she has a place because you go okay. Well, if I cut this, I'm gonna do massive damage mm. to her because now she doesn't have a way to guard, and you do exponential damage. Exactly. You get to the Sundowner fight later, and you see that. Mm-hmm. You know what? I never put those things together. That that's basically the same mechanic. Just, mm-hmm. I guess it's yeah. All right. And okay, Sundowner, I... like he's like, hey, you have this cut ability, but I you can't just use it willy nilly like you can for some of like the met, met like you need to use it right. precisely. Yeah. Um, but monsoon, right? The fuck is that fight? Exactly. It, it's the only fight where I'm like in this game. It it doesn't it doesn't fit. I not I mean, he's sort of the one that doesn't really have any introduction because even Mistral, you see you see her pretty much since the beginning of her mission, but mm-hmm. you only see Monsoon like minutes before you fight him, mm-hmm. and he just kind of shows up and you're like, all right, who's this douche? Oh shit, he can separate himself. That doesn't bode well. Um. But yeah, I just, I've never really liked his character, honestly, even from the first time I played the game. I just thought he talks too much, honestly. I And I also think, like, he pontificated to pontificate, whereas uh-huh. when when Sam did it to you, it was, hey, you're, you're actually the asshole here. Yeah, he's talking at you. Like, Sam's talking to you, Monsoon's talking at you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but And so that's what I was thinking, like, how out of place his fight is, because... You are, you're, you're not really learning anything. Mm-mm. You know what? Yeah. Oh well, that is the introduction introduction of Ripper mode <laughs> because there's that really story relevant stuff where I was like, oh, just wait, you'll hear their inner thoughts, and then oh. Raiden's like, I don't give a shit about their inner thoughts. I just want to kill them anyway. Um, so I guess it's sort of that, but maybe it could have been done better. It could have been like. I don't know. If he had Ripper mode, it didn't matter if he separated himself, you could still hit him. Or something. Just, I think he was just an excuse to have another bad guy, basically. Just to pad out the cast, probably. And and that's just, that's honestly how it felt. Like, that Mm -hmm. was one of the few bosses where, um, mechanically, like like I said, we went through how everyone kind of builds on themselves. Mm -hmm. And then you get to, you get to Monsoon, and it's like, okay, so you you get power mode all right mm-hmm. like you're right you go super saiyan i'm here for it <laughs> um but it it doesn't feel like unless it's supposed to be one of those well if you were to do it 100 percent correctly he wouldn't even get to any of these other parts of the fight mm. um but yeah we you and i like playing through that like cut it down like i think today is uh technically like the the sundowner fight or next week is the sundowner mm. fight and today is us beating monsoon because it, it just wasn't to me um a fun fight no it's not a fun fight the first fight <laughs> the second fight was a hell of a lot worse but the first fun the first one was cool i think because it had atmosphere mm-hmm. um 
so going from that, um, the, the next building off of, so we've done like the bosses that teach you stuff, mm-hmm. um, the bosses, uh, how, how they progress through the game. Um, how do you feel about um, super scripted boss fights? Like uh, like you, um, my biggest one that I always go to is Resistance. If you watch the Resistance 2 Let's mm-hmm. Play um, uh, that I do, you go to Chicago and you fight the Leviathan. Yeah. Um, and you see him, he's a giant kaiju looking guy. Yeah. Uh, he's walking through the city. They do like the Jaws Godzilla thing where like you see a claw or you see his back or uh-huh. you see like something there and then it moves and it's like, it, you're like, that's a weird shadow and it's like, that moved. That's not a fucking um, shadow. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's absolutely uh, outstanding. And the, when you get to the boss fight and you finally see him, it's like, grab that rocket. You shoot the rocket at its face to grab his attention. Mm-hmm. Um he grabs you and picks you up and he looks like he's about to eat you. So you fire a rocket into his mouth and Shit. he like backs away. Like, no, like that didn't taste. Uh, that fuck my face. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what you do to fight him. And like, he throws you, you have to like run through something. He tries to grab you in it, but it's a, a very, um, it's not a, like if you don't do what it's talking to you about. So like, let's say you, like you, you, you miss, uh, uh-huh. He just slams his claw down on you, and you die. Is it just like, like restart? It's like a series of quick time events, or is it a little bit more like? Not even, not honestly, not even quick time events. It's okay. like you have. It's a little bit. Let's more say you have twenty that. seconds to fire a rocket at gotcha. his face. Okay. Um, and he's he's a very cool fight. Like at the very end, like you end up blowing open half his face and putting a rocket where his brain, like in his his cranial cavity, <laughs> his that you created. Hole. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a really cool fight. Like when they because they showed it off at E three when the game was announced. Mm-hmm. Um. And they were super worried because there's a spot when you're when you're doing that mission mm-hmm. where you run down like a a turret of a building and he smashes it down on you each like each time you go down one like the floor above smashes right and he hits and then like at the very bottom you could get caught on this couch and if you get caught on the couch you automatically like he kills you and you have to restart the entire sequence shit. But during this build, when you did that at E3, if that would have happened, the game would have just crashed. They hadn't fixed it yet. Oh, fuck. And it was it was one of those parts, and they show you, like, the fight where you get thrown. And it, it's, a, like I said, a really awesome fight. Um, and in that game, like, there are, there are about three of those, I'm going to say. There's, uh, there's the Goliath in the very beginning. It's a robot. He turns mm-hmm. to fire the other way, and, like, you, you blow up one of the exhaust ports in the back. Um, there's the uh, Leviathan... Uh, and then there's honestly the uh, uh, there's a kraken that you fight, and oh, each one yeah. of them. Why is that one not yeah, called like, Leviathan then? Huh? I said why is that one not called Leviathan? Uh, because it it looks more like a giant squid monster, so kraken. Hmm. Um, and the other one looks like a kaiju. Um, but I don't think kaiju were big enough that where people would have understood it if they would have said it's a kaiju crawler ass. Um, <laughs> although I think somebody calls it a kaiju class lit anyway um but oh and they're very scripted fights but it's, it's a first person shooter so i kind of give it yeah a little, a little bit of a pass you know what um, boss fights are hard in first person shooters because they don't really it's like i don't know how, well let's let's do a little side tangent how do you feel about boss fights in first person shooter games um so i've the, the ones i've done it in um I've actually really enjoyed, uh, like, when they're done thematically. Mm-hmm. So for Resistance, anytime you fight a boss, it's 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 very thematic. Um, I think the first game did it super well. The second game, they were very scripted, but mm. it was cinematic. And I gush about, like, how they layer and how they... Every time you fight a boss, you never... You, like, you're like, I defeated the boss, but you didn't win. Right. Like, it, like sure, you wasted a ton of ammo. And, by the way, you couldn't stop the thing. Like, yeah. The city it, is dead, but hey, at least you, you know, blew a hole in its face. Yeah, uh, exactly. And Way then, to go, dumb dumb. And then, um, the third one, when they made you, like, go back through it and fight bosses, they did, they did a few bosses, and they were really fun. They, it felt like they had health. It was like, mm. you have to get behind him. You have to hit him in a weak point. Yeah. You got, and I, I enjoyed that. Um, and I, I thought they were really good. I am going to be honest, like, I think I prefer bosses in third person shooters mm, mm-hmm. where there's a little bit more mobility exactly and like um, you can like you get, you get like a bigger you're not you're not restricted to the first person point of view you you get a bigger pick i think i like third person shooters more honestly oh oh i'm i'm 100 with you i i think i enjoy playing a third person shooter because 
it has that character action aspect to it. Yeah, you can you can see your person. Um, for instance, uh, just to be completely topical, I got you. Um, I made you download Out- Outriders. Yes. Um, and I was playing that last night, and I've got I've got like you and like actually two other people who are like you got it, like whoa, and I'm like yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, you get you get some powers because you know third person shooter. Right. Um, world future World War One setting, by the way. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're gonna you're gonna see parts of it. And you're gonna be like, huh, this is just World War One in the future on another planet. Uh, Sounds cool to me. It's it's really really it's really cool. Um, and you fight some mini bosses in that one early on, and I was soloing mm. it last night, and I would they, they were genuinely hard. Like some of them were very simple. Right. Some of them were like fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck. Like this it, this this is a challenge, um, and I absolutely loved it for that. Uh, whereas when I'm thinking about my first person shooters. Um, resistance, uh, the resistance franchise. I actually loved all the bosses they fought. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them were just rooms. Like it was just like a room beginning to blow up certain aspects of it. Right. I'm still going to count that as boss fight. <laughs> um, and then the other one that I was really thinking of, uh, that like Borderlands, I enjoyed the bosses there. I completely forgot about Border. Holy shit. Oh my God. Yeah. Borderlands. Yeah. It, Cause they have. They have a Fuck. fantastic, um, like you do damage to them. You have powers. We should play you, that. you still want to draw aggro from them, and yeah, it, it, it functions like a. If you've played an MMO, if you've played a co-op game, or you have a really strong enemy, it does very well. Exactly. Um, but then I go to other games. Uh, as much as I love the Killzone franchise, because mm. um, I have played Killzone one, two, three, Shadowfall. Uh, each one of those games has tried to do a boss. Uh-oh. And to a certain extent, it's cool. <laughs> to another extent, it's <coughs> it's an, it's a massive failure. And I think that the it's one of the it's one of the games where it's like we're gonna do a boss fight, and it's I and I I, I, I want to be like you know what I wish you would have just been like hey <clears throat> you kill this guy early fantastic it's like okay he's dead let's clear the room mm-hmm. and it would have been great but the fact that you said no he's gonna take more health he's gonna take more damage. And More no time, just was... essentially, is just the issue there. And yeah, and there, there were ways to one-shot them, but it, it wasn't good. After that, I was just like, no, this is not a... It's not an enjoyable boss fight. Hmm. What about you? What, I'm, uh... I'm surprised you didn't bring up Deus Ex, because that's the only thing that I've been thinking of this whole time. Uh, okay. Let's... Yeah. Um, um, specifically, I can never remember the fucking subtitles. Which one is the uh, first Adam Jensen one? Uh, that is uh, Human Evolution. Human Evolution. Fuck. I love that game, by the way. I need to play those games again. Um, uh, we're doing it on the channel, so you might want to get re-familiar with it. Hell yeah. I love those games. Um, yeah, the boss fights in the first one I thought were really fucking cool. Um, because they're also... I mean, it's also like a story-driven game, so I don't remember, but there were like some ways where maybe you can like talk your way out of it, but you could definitely... like. I don't know. I've always played, like, I always spec into, like, speech stuff in games just so I can, like, I don't know, talk my way out of fights or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I love the boss fights in um, Deus Ex. I loved them in the first one. I did not enjoy them as much in Mankind Divided. Same. I, I enjoyed the game as a whole better in Mankind Divided, but I, yeah, I liked the bosses in the first one a hell of a lot more because they had character. Yes. Um, and oh. and th- that's a big part of that. And we'll we'll use this to go back on. I was going to say the other boss fight that I'm, I'm going to say I super loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you weren't as a big fan of the game. Um, Gears of War 1 when we were playing it, the berserker who was blind. Was it that obvious, huh? <laughs> hey, I'm going through the. I'm, I'm going to finish out the series. I've already done five. Like, I'm, I'm going to. I'll stream tactics. I'm going to finish two. I'll get to three. I might do judgment. Um, I love that franchise for a lot of do. reasons that I gush about. Um, it was cool. So, it just wasn't my thing. Oh yeah, but when when we had to fight the berserker, and it was like she's blind. Was that the one in like that little like um? Totally blanking. Where was that? in the game that was that was the first one where we had the hammer of dawn so like you had to, we okay. had to lure her through the building that's what i thought yeah um and she was blind so it was like okay be quiet hey i'm gonna shoot at her from over here so she runs at mm. me and it, 
it took us a little bit to get through it. Yeah, I was about to say that took some coordinating on our part to try to get through. But I, I thought it was I thought it was a super fun fight, like mechanically to be like, hey, are you playing this game as co-op? Because we want you to play it as co-op. Exactly. Where are you and your partner at? Right. Um so let's we're gonna go we'll go back on track after after doing the tangents there. Um mm. and let's go into another um another mechanic here for you. Um and since since we've already done that, how do you feel about the those because you said you spec yourself in the speech. Mm-hmm. Um, boss fights. I, I'll i do summon to speech so I can get, like, specific things. So if I can, like, do what have you. Mm-hmm. But I, like, Deus Ex, prime example. Um, I did stealth. And mm-hmm. I did... Um, I did stealth and, like, lethal. I it's, did, I did like, lethal and, like, diplomatic, sort of. I guess, for lack of better word, diplomatic mm-hmm. is probably the best if you so let's so game gorgeous boss fight correct mm-hmm. yeah you're you're gonna fight the, the main bad guy mm-hmm. how do you feel about games then where it's like even mass effect where all of a sudden it's like okay the boss fight now becomes this conversation i guess all i can really say about literally anything is if it's done well i'm cool with it but if you're just like if if i'm like mid hit and then you stop to talk to me it's i'm gonna try to skip through the cutscene and i'm not a skip through the cutscene kind of person so i mean if it's story relevant and if it's poignant i guess it has a pass but i don't know it just let me get on with the fucking fight i mean we've gotten this far already let me just kill you already but but let's say like so um like not even not even like interrupting so let's say deus ex right oh shit you walk into a room, uh-huh. and the boss the boss is there. Okay. And if you choose the right dialogue, your dialogue's high enough, uh-huh. your boss fight is just that conversation. Like, you either talk oh, him down, you oh, do that. Oh, 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 fuck. I'm so sorry. No, you're um, good. You're good. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's cool, too. I mean, I think the last time we tried this, I brought up New Vegas as an example and the bo- the final boss of that game and how he can just be completely dismantled with a high enough speech skill. <laughs> excuse me um and it's kind of cool the first time but on subsequent playthroughs you're like i kind of actually want to fight him this time because it's a cool fight mm-hmm. um but if you have the speech skill do it why not <laughs> now um one of the things because you brought up new vegas so i'm gonna go to outer worlds right mm-hmm. um outer worlds they 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 gave you boss fights that were speech However, it never was like this ends the boss fight. This is like okay, I talked to this person and now we we're, we're done the boss fight. Like he he realized the error of his ways and I'm good. Um, but what they would do is you could talk to people and then you could be like, look guys, we're on the third planet here. Uh, you've had six other bases and I've killed everyone in there, and that that was like your persuade. But then everyone would take a massive debuff. Or they would be oh, like, oh, 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 okay, I see what you mean. Do, would you, because, like, for me, like, because I, I enjoy the boss fights as a, I enjoy a good boss fight, because you're right, I don't, if I can talk my way through everything, I want to do it once. Exactly, and then I'm like, well, that was I cool. I never want to anyway. do it again. Exactly, yeah. Um, unless we're, like, trying to show it off and be like, this is really cool, because then it would be like, okay, let me save before this, we'd show it off for the Let's Play. Yes. And then be like, okay, let's let's do the let's do the boss fight. Unless the mm-hmm. boss fight was utter garbage. Like if we could talk Monsoon to like stabbing himself in the face. Oh fuck yes. I'd have been like, hey, can Raiden talk him into stabbing himself in the face? Right. Go to Ripper mode, cut somebody up, and then be like, stab yourself in the face. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, like I, I would almost rather always be like, you walk into a room and you know, you have such charisma and so much blood on you that the people in there are like I don't know why we think this is going to go better for us. I like that. That So more specifically into like dialoguing my way out of things, I love going with like intimidation routes. So like Renegade and Mass Effect, just like straight up, just being a douchebag in games is fun. Oh, gosh. What's, uh, what's the one where you meet the guy at the top of the tower and he goes, do you have anything else to say to me, Shepard? And if you hit RT for Renegade, you just kick him out the window. Like, forward kick him out the window off the floor, and if you don't, the other guy does for you. Shit, I don't remember that part, but... <laughs> it's Mass Effect 2. Oh, God, it's a really good one, and if Shepard does, he goes, how about goodbye, and you kick him out the window. Oh, and if you, 
oh yeah I, it's just some fucking grunt <laughs> and he's and he's like if you shoot me my people are gonna hear you and you're like all right you just push the fucker out the window um although yeah otherwise like garris does it or somebody else mm. does it and goes what <laughs> um okay so i um you like now um we're going to go more into construction because like, so we've done there where it's like, you can either talk your way out of it mm-hmm. or you can talk your way into like a massive buffer or change like the way it flows. Boss fight mechanically. We, we, we both have kind of agreed like, Hey, I, I enjoy how am I going to use this item in order to beat this boss? Mm-hmm. Um, and that one I've seen it done very well. I've seen it also done in ways. I'm like, this still makes for a pretty boring boss fight. <laughs> Um, but, uh, the, the next one I'm thinking of, do you prefer life bars or do you prefer like three, three, four, like, I'm going to say hits, but it's, it's just like a, a quick flow. For instance, uh, Zelda, you, Mario, Mario, yeah. uh, you, you jump on them and then they, and like, it's like, okay, this was that sequence. Now he's going to do like the harder dodge mm-hmm. next, next, next do you have one that you prefer more yeah life bars are always more fun in my opinion they always seem to last longer because like you can like you can blaze through let's just take mario for example like the first boss of a mario game is no shit probably like 15 seconds of your time and i'm not saying that's a bad thing that's just how it'd be weird as shit if bowser just came up with a fucking life bar and you'd be like hang on a second this isn't within my three hits um rule or whatever but yeah life or you bars... take out a third of his life immediately <laughs> yeah um but yeah life bars are cool they usually usually stick around a little bit longer and have you know more to them because like even even like if we're going off of the the three hit rule or the i don't mind the like mechanic of hey you're in this room and you saw that lever over there run over there and pull the lever and maybe it like it drops a crate on them, and so right. you can get extra hits in. I'm I'm actually here for that. So Me it, too. And it can still be something that's like, hey, have have the uh, Spider Man does it constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you play a Spider Man game and you fight the Rhino, mm-hmm. you always, in order to do damage, you have to get the Rhino to run into a wall. You combo his back, he gets out, and it's it's typically like a third or an eighth, depending on your optimized combo. Yeah. Or, or, there's an electric whatever. Right. Like a random Tesla coil sitting uh-huh. behind you. <laughs> and you good, make it run into the Tesla coil. Thank goodness this is here. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're in a bank. Why do you have Tesla coils? Like, they were on sale. I don't know. <laughs> Home goods, man. What, yeah. what are you going to do? Say no? I don't know. Costco had a deal. <laughs> and he hits that. He gets electrocuted. It does damage. He's stunned for longer, and he's already taken more damage. Hmm. Um, or, how, like... Cause that, would you call that like a gimmick fight? Not necessarily. It's just using the environment to your advantage. Well, I mean, if it's always, like you said, if it always happens, then at that point, it's probably a gimmick. But while you were talking about that, I was trying to think of like some other, I guess, environmental ways to take out enemies. And I did think of like a good example of one, and it's an MGS5. Okay. You fight quiet. <laughs> um, And like she has you pinned down because she's like a super awesome sniper and shit. But from your position, like, when shit starts out, she's in a really good position because uh-huh. she's kind of in the open, but kind of not. But if you manage to dodge her fire long enough and call in a supply crate on her position, it'll fall on her and do, like, half of her um, stamina and damage. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, – let's we're going to use that and we'll use that actually as, as a really good segue here. Okay. Um. I'm gonna talk. We're gonna talk about real quick about progression progression boss fights, right? Okay. Um, and I'm gonna use I'm gonna use Metal Gear Solid mm-hmm. because that's gonna be the easiest one for you to do. Um, I'm personally gonna draw off the Yakuza franchise. Okay. How do you feel about reoccurring boss fights throughout games? So when I say this is in Metal Gear, Sniper Wolf. Metal Gear Solid, oh. I don't remember two. Metal Gear Solid three, though, uh, it was the end. The end. And then, and then five, and it was quiet. Five is quiet. Yeah, there's always like some sort of sniper. Um, 
Oh, and there was someone in four too, Crying Wolf. Um, but she didn't have a sniper rifle. She had a fucking railgun. Um, I mean, I, that's I mean, yeah. it's a, a railgun. It's a fucking railgun. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's precise. Look, if they can fire their railgun in Virginia all the way down to like super far and hit something in a football field super far away, like. I'm going to call that a sniper rifle. Yeah, I'm not going to call it. It doesn't explode. So you can't use the, well, then you can call a grenade launcher or a mortar. Or no, it doesn't explode guys. <laughs> it just hits really goddamn hard. And, and if you fire a Barrett close to somebody and you don't hit them, you can still knock them over. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. So <laughs> I'm going to be so totally. You... On... Oh, right. I was like, I was, I was about to say, I'm going to be totally honest. I forgot what we were talking about. I did not. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've always sort of liked the uh, obligatory sniper character in the um, Metal Gear game because they're always just uh, they're kind of cool. Sniper but, Sniper Wolf ahead. was a good. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, no, go ahead. Go. Sniper Wolf was a cool. She was a cool character. She didn't really deserve to die. Um, the end was just cool as shit because he's fucking. <laughs> So many interesting parts of it. Forest Grandpa, yeah, fucking, he's a goddamn fairy or some shit. Um, and then Quiet is cool, although she didn't need to be naked. That's how she breathes. Yeah, that's, that's what how they, she can hold that's her scopes. That's, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll take an excuse. Look, I'll yeah. sniper waifu, I'll take an excuse. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so, um, to, like, uh, more specifically for that one, so, um, let me go to Yakuza real quick. Mm-hmm. I think I know who you're going to talk about because I just played, I pl- I've played a little bit of um, one of the Yakuza games. Probably Zero? No. Oh, fuck me. Is it the one where it's like a JRPG? No. Um, no, it's one of the um, Kiryu ones. Um, okay. It, it doesn't matter. But is it okay. the guy with the eye patch are you about to talk about? Majima? No, oh, Majima. No, yeah. Majima. Um, I could talk about him, but I, he's, he is your, he is your jet stream stam. Um, mm. and he comes back and he, he fights you a few times. Um, but so in, I'm going to specifically go in Yakuza zero. Okay. I think it happens a little bit in one. No. Um, one is your foil. Sorry. Zero um, is the one that takes place in the eighties, right? Yes. God, I need to play that game. Fucking Tokyo in the eighties. You really... I, it might be free on Game Pass. You. I think all of the Yakuza games are. That's how I... Kiwami, that's the one that I'm playing. Oh, you're playing Kiwami? Yeah. Okay, that's the that's the one that I just finished streaming. Because mm. uh, I'm on Kiwami 2 right now. Gotcha. So, um, in Yakuza 0, which I highly recommend, like, it's... Go back and play Yakuza after Kiwami, play Yakuza 0. Okay. Um, Yakuza Kiwami 2 is... It's a good story. Okay. But it has some funk to it. And if you watch any of the stream footage, you'll see immediately when I say it has some funk to it. Hmm. Especially coming off of Kwame and Zero. Anyway. Mm. In Yakuza Zero, um, the final person that you fight uh, is one of the, the other guys vying to be the patriarch of the of the uh, Tojo clan and uh, the Dojima. He's, he wants to be the next like mm. lead of the Dojima family who would become the next chairman of the Tojo clan, right? Gotcha. Uh, so for those of you guys who don't know, uh, think of it. He wants to be the next uh, general and then become the president. There you go. Um, oh, you could have kept it even simpler. Just just organized crime. You just wanted to be the boss. Yeah, but there's like the boss, and then there's the boss boss, and the boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wanted to be big boss. Organize, yeah, exactly. Organized, crap, um, organized crime has like some weird like ranking system to it. <laughs> Private through sergeant to crime lord? How does this how do you get to that? Like where's the where's the middle yeah. part? Um but the the guy you fight at the end, and I'm I'm losing his name. Uh hang on one second. Um anyway, he Kiryu is known as the dragon of Dojima. Dojima, yeah. Um final boss, Yakuza Zero. Um Shibazawa. Hmm. So Shibazawa is the final boss. And in Yakuza Zero um, you know a fight is serious in the Yakuza games when Kiryu takes his shirt takes off. Takes his fucking shirt off and you see his tat, yeah. Yeah, and uh, in real life, if someone did that, I'd be like, oh, fuck, this is a serious fight. I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> I need to like, leave right now because I'm about to get fucking murdered. 
Yeah, it, it like and and I love I love the aspect of it. He has this gorgeous dragon on his back, mm-hmm. and it is it is his it's it's his soul manifested in art on his back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm super here for that. Play the Yakuza games if you want to hear some like really interesting lore about um, Japanese tattoo and culture. Um, so at the end of that game, you go into a fight with Shibazawa, and you learn that he's the one who's been pulling the strings all time, mm-hmm. right? And then he goes, and then Kiryu goes, why are you doing this? Like, why me? What what happened? And he Poor goes, bastard. because... This dude can't, fucking can't catch a break. Yeah. And he <laughs> goes, because there can only be one dragon of the Dojima clan. And he hmm. takes off his shirt, and he has a dragon on his back, and you fight him, and you both use the dragon style. Oh, nice. Um, which is the, the final style for, like, all the games, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the final, and I'm, like... Because it, it's you. You're fighting a a, per, a a more perfect version of yourself exactly. unless you did all the extras for that game um, to unlock all those skills. And it's highly worth it. Hmm. And then in 2, there's a there's a villain in it from a rival company. Uh, I'm sorry, from a rival uh, family company. and a rival clan called the Omi Alliance called Ryu Gyoza. Or okay. Gyoza. And he is known as the uh, Dragon of Omi. And Wait, which game sitting, is this? Two, this is Yakuza Kwame 2. Kwame 2, okay. Um, and at one point, like super early on, you're in a cabaret and you're sitting across from him and the other guy and one of his guys goes, do you know who you're talking to? You're talking to the dragon of this. Mm-hmm. And he beats the fuck out of the guy. <laughs> and he's like, do you know why I'm doing this to you? And Kiryu stands up and because Kiryu is like inconspicuous, no one knows who he is for some reason. Right, he goes, he's the man who never smiles. <laughs> he literally sits there and goes, "Because he called you the dragon of this," and the guy looks at you and he goes, "And you apparently want to be more." He wants to be. He goes, "No, there can only be one dragon. I want to be the dragon." Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's it's a very very awesome like when when you when you there are, there are side stories about the tattoo artists. And oh, you nice. always want to do them. That sounds fucking awesome. Uh, and yeah, it, and it's a really cool thing, um, especially Kwame. When you hit the part about Kwame, maybe we'll talk a little bit of Yakuza. Mm. Um, and you'll you'll know when you hit the part of <laughs> why it's so important about the tattoo culture. Um, but it, it's this it's this thing where it's this reoccurring villain of you're gonna fight the dragon. You're and for this game, it's you're gonna fight you. Um, mm. You're gonna fight like a, a perfected form or a You'll fight him in the beginning, you fight him at the end, and you're theoretically you would both have all of your powers, right. and he's kind of your mirror fight every time. Interesting. What do you think about uh, like bosses like that, where it's the same boss, but it's you know it's not the same boss. It's it is it's somebody new. They're just the same manifestation. Well, current theme. I mean, that's kind of cool then, because it's kind of like a legacy at that point. You know, we're a legacy. Oh, that's cool. Um. I don't know if this analogy is going to make sense, but you know how like the thing where people say that like, oh, James Bond is not his name. That's his code name. And then, like, yeah, I think I told you that <laughs> you didn't tell. I knew that before. I'm glad okay. we're on the same page though. <laughs> yes. I, I absolutely love that. Okay. Um, so it's sort of like, it's not the same person every time, but like the legacy of that, what's the word i'm looking for that thing that like the dragon in this case is like it's like oh shit that's who that is now and the next game you're like oh shit that's who that is now it's cool if it's if it's like it's a title i guess Mm -hmm. is what i'm trying to say anybody can wear the title but you have to earn the fucking title Um, the, uh... Ooh, here's a good example. Uh, uh, in Afro Samurai, the number one and number two headbands, anybody can be number two, but to be number one, you have to, you have to be number two. Yes. Oh my God. That was, a, that was a real, that's a really good pull there. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. Yeah. Um, but that, that's just one of those things. Like I, I, I absolutely, cause I think it happens like two or three more times in the Yakuza franchise. Mm. Um, and then in the new one, like a dragon, I, I pretty sure it's going to happen again there. Mm. Uh, I wasn't sure like if, like if it was one of those things, like 
even if it's not the final boss, but if it is a boss that you can fight. Because uh, Majima, uh, the one with the eye patch, he's always typically showing up. What's and his you deal? Like, I can't get a read on him. I've only seen him in a couple of cutscenes, but I, I, I think I've decided that I don't like him. You need to play Zero. Okay. Ma- gotcha. Majima's, Majima's thing is... Should I just, uh, like, say fuck it to Kiwami and just start Zero now? Um... How far? How many? How many hours are you into Kwame? Like one and a half. He's okay. I just got out of jail. Okay, fuck it. Yeah, stop that. Delete it. Go play Zero and then play Kwame. Okay. Um, it's a because you saw how heavy that was when you go to jail, right? Yes. Like holy fucking, shit, fucking yeah. Total. Oh yeah. That, That's what I said. He can't catch a fucking break. <laughs> oh yeah. It, oh, trust me, it goes places. Fucking um, it's, got jailed for ten years for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah. Um, yeah, go, go play Zero. Um, Zero is very cheeky and tongue-in-cheek, and it, it does its best to make fun of the Yakuza franchise, and in doing so is great. Um, and maybe what we'll do, um, when you're caught up, Mm -hmm. uh, when I get to Yakuza 4, we'll stream that, we'll, we'll try to stream that a little bit together. Okay. Um, because that is that that'll give you perspective to majima because majima is your he is your foil he is also your limit break where he's like mm. every time you fight him in kwami um because there's a, a system called majima everywhere yeah. and what you have to do is you have to go to certain areas at certain points in the game mm-hmm. and he will just randomly fight you hmm. and you have to continue to beat him and each time you beat him, you get another part of the dragon stance. So the dra- when you said that, I'm sorry, you can continue. I my my point is less important. I'm sorry. Uh, every time that you fight him, you get a part of your old self back. Ooh, and that's okay. his thing. He goes, "You're not the dragon that you used to be." He goes, "And I don't want to fight you in this sad, pathetic, out of jail self that you're in. I want to fight the dragon, the dragon. of Dojima." Gotcha. And that's what he's like. So is he aware of his own role as like a test for you and he's okay with it? Or is he just like, is he just trying to beat you? No, he, he fucking, he tells you, he, he wants to fight you, but he's also like, he, he, he wants it to be satisfying. He, gotcha. he is Vegeta. Okay. I gotcha. Like, except he, he will actually whoop your ass a few times. Right. Uh, whereas like, you know, it, it, you're, you're not going to Goku out of it unless you pack in a shit ton of health drinks. <laughs> Sensu Bean. Exactly. Um, and speaking of that, so we're getting down. We, we've we've kind of tangented on some other other boss fight things. Oh well. Um, yeah. No. We and that's the thing there because like I do want to do this as like a celebration because you and I have like we've now played a, a few games together. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a a least favorite boss fight? Like a boss fight that like uh, out of mm. every game, everything it's like, nah, fuck this boss fight. Like the mechanics, everything. And you never want to see it again. Mm. Not that I can think of, but there has to be one. Every game, there's a part in every game where I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to fucking do this shit. But I can't think of one. You you answer that question, and I'll, I'll try to think a little bit harder on that. So mine's actually going to be like one of the next things we're, we're going to be Let's Playing in the, in the near future, <clears throat> Darksiders. Okay. Um, I'm a huge mark for Darksiders. I enjoy the the combat i enjoy the gameplay the story the lore all of that mm-hmm. um dark siders one the lore you mean christianity oh oh <laughs> trust me we play that game we're gonna go into that don't you <laughs> don't you worry i will go into the mythology of christianity <laughs> please don't demonetize us mom when you listen to this uh love you um, <laughs> question mark uh, <laughs> quite, uh but uh the, the bosses in that game and in, in especially the first one in the two and three and especially in um in genesis mm-hmm. they have this amazing job and they come back and you tell they learn they earn their stride whereas in the first one the boss fights like some of them are cool mm-hmm. some of them are, are very well done and then other ones that you do are just like there's like one or two like oh this is actually a really cool fight and then the other ones are just like they are literally um, a Mario boss fight, except you have a combo. But Don't you're, you're pretty much guaranteed to get the combo off. And then 
the the fight's over, you've beaten it, and you move on. Mm. Um, and I, I gotta say that's probably one of the like, uh, it sounds like it's just like the game's phoning it in, phoning it in at that point. So um, yeah, here's the boss. Have fun. It it I don't even want to say it was phoning it in. It it, it was just like. Because they, they had mechanics to it, and you're like, oh, I I see what you're going for here. And it, mm. they're, the boss fights that are good, that I actually enjoy, mm. I will tell you, they are great boss fights. Okay. Um, because they're they're a ton of fun, um, but they're I, th- I think the, the biggest one here we talked about last time is, um, at one point, you have to fight yourself. A literal darkness within yourself. Mm. And then you, you're, like, you do that, and you understand that, like, you equate it to Shadow Link last time. Oh, okay. Um, I, and, remember, I remember you talking about that now. And I'm like, oh, sweet. We get we get to fight. We get to fight us. Mm-hmm. And you you beat the pants off yourself. <laughs> and, well, that was boring. <laughs> and yes, and that's exactly what it is. And it's, it's probably the worst boss fight in the game because if you've done things right, mm. when you get to him, just it's just him. like, okay, well, yeah. um, here we are. Yeah. Uh, however, in the second game, you fight War in a in a shadow form mm-hmm. as the first boss, and you can beat him pretty easy. Mm. But he can he has all these combos, and he'll sit there and combo the shit out of you if you're not paying attention. And mm. I was like, oh, you you immediately said, hey, we know this was weak in the first game. By the way, here it is as the first boss fight in this game, and it felt very good. Hey, there you go. Um, so that like I, I would say like that's one of those boss fights like the first game. I'm like the bosses in that game are some of the weakest I feel like I've, I've ever I've ever seen mm. and ever played. Like the ones wow. that are good are good, the ones that are bad are really bad, really and like are the ones that are good are just okay. Is how I would phrase it. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, that game is just kind of like middling, isn't it? It's just average. I know you like. I, I know you like it, but like generally, it's sort of like received lukewarm by people, is it not? Yes. Okay. The, the, I like I like the series. The first yeah. game, yes. The second, third game, fourth game, all hit their stride, and I'm very excited for the, the the next one. I was about to ask you, are they making any more? Yes. Why? They ran out of horsemen. Uh, no. They so the, each one was uh covering like the horseman's journey. Okay. During the time frame of like the first game. Oh no shit! Because the first game you're war, so where's everybody else? Okay, I didn't know that. That yeah, makes it's, sense. Okay, so oh yeah, it's really good. So, essentially, all those first four games are just one game, and now yep. we're moving on to the sequel. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's interesting. What about you? Do you have one? I have been thinking, and it's not a boss fight in specific. More of like how the boss conducts himself. I don't like a boss that's going to test my patience, and I know that sounds like super specific, but. Let's just go for example. Um, last time I tried to do this, you brought up the one boss from Bloodborne, the one little bitchy one with the cage on his head who just runs around the. the oh labyrinth. yeah, mm-hmm. I, I lost his name. Uh, Nightmare Menaces, I think it was. Whatever the hell his name is. Yeah. Yeah. So just things that are gonna be running away, things that are just gonna be like chipping at you, like not giving you an in. I, my patience is really thin generally, <laughs> so when something's just kind of tap dancing on my last nerve. It really doesn't sit well with me. No, that's and that's one of those boss fights. Like, sadly, you can't skip it, and in mm-hmm. in, in those games that you can, um, are done. Like the ones that you can skip, it's like, why would you skip this fight? Yeah. Uh, like you can if you get the complete edition of Dark Souls One. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I said this last time where it's like, go fight Artorius first. Oh, and then go do Sith the DLC sad, so that yeah. way a later fight in the game is even better big sad dog yeah oh my god it so hurts all right um so then we'll end this so we end this on like a on a worst let's end this on a best if you had to go like you know what this is a boss fight that i will save a game and keep a save state just to fight this boss oh man (laughs) i'm gonna have to go second again i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, so for me, it's still um, Beautiful Joe, the first one. Okay. Um, uh, Beautiful Joe, for those of you guys who haven't played, your guy gets sucked into a movie world. Um, Holy shit, get, that's like, what that game is about? Yeah. Oh my god. You get Sentai powers. I knew um, that. So, 
you, you transform into a Sentai or a Power Ranger for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, however, all of your powers are movie-based. So you have the ability to speed up, which your character throws punches really fast, and then mm-hmm. you watch like like uh, mock versions like uh, of like him flying out and doing punches and will hit other villains on the screen. Um, or you can slow down time in which you'll like, if someone's like shooting at you, he'll you can just run forward and you'll matrix flip through them all. Nice. And if you hit someone, you do a lot more power. There's a boss in that game, and he is the Shadow Joe. And, ridiculous name. Oh yeah, it, it's very Japan, very platinum. Yep. And what happens when you're fighting him is if you like go like okay, I'm like I'm gonna go ahead and slow down time so I can dodge this attack, mm-hmm. and then I can uppercut him. He will do the speed up power, so you're still moving at normal time. That's pretty cool. How he just counterbalances whatever the hell you're doing. And so you'll have to like stop out of that, but then if you if you do, and it just he does it more in a way to like really wear down your because you, you have a like limited ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Like you have a limited magic. You have like a um, yeah, a gauge, yeah. And so he'll wear it down. Now his can also wear down. Mm-hmm. So you have to like really think about how you're doing it in order to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um but that's probably like that one's always been one of my favorites to and then you re- like the reveal of who he is is just such a good time because it it's one of the few times where it's like, okay, he's not just doing the same move or he's not just like perfect parrying you. Mm-hmm. He's also being like, and I'm going to take away your resources. And I, I think in a game, especially like coming off of like Dark Souls, when like the hardest bosses are the, the human bosses, the, the, the other knights. Yeah, the ones that are, you know, person-sized. The ones that like, they have your move list. Mm-hmm. Are they using the same weapon you are? Congratulations, they have that same move list you have, and they can counter it. And mm-hmm. I, I love those boss fights because now it's, it's the the end of uh, Zone of the Enders where like at the very end it's like okay who's better? It goes well both the frames are equally matched. Um, and if you've played the game like crap, yeah. she goes um, the situation doesn't look good, or it's like we don't stand a chance, or she goes um, it's all up to fate. And I think it's all up to fail is like the most positive one that she gets you because shit that's not even that positive. Yeah, it's 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 a welcome to Kojima, but yeah, right. That is my from Beautiful Joe. That is my favorite, and it's one of those boss fights. Like I I want a, a Beautiful Joe HD just to go through and get back and and feel that again because it was my mm. first like action adventure, and I can still remember it to this day. Nice. Well, unfortunately, I had something, but I've lost it, so I'm just gonna have to go with the broad top again. I like bosses that aren't just sort of like a come and go sort of thing. I like bosses that are, of course, fun to play fight against. I mean, you got to hold my attention. I like uh-huh. bosses that are specifically story relevant. I don't. That's that's going back to Metal Gear. Now that I'm thinking about it, actually, that's why I do like the bosses for the most part in that game is because they all have a purpose of what they're doing in that game J- uh, sam not so much because we don't really see him doing anything but sundowner you always see him like around those brains and shit mistral was doing something in russia monsoon was talking out of his ass um but they're all i like bosses that have i don't know well, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, too, I guess I like bosses that are part of a team because that's like another layer of like complexity to them. And Metal Gear does that a lot. I'm discovering things about myself as we're talking, so this is cool. Um, so the Cobras are cool in MGS3, um, ending with the boss. Oh, you know Snake what? Here. I, I might have just oh. had a revelation. The boss might be my favorite boss of all time. When he becomes big boss, or or when the, I'm sorry, lady no, boss, fighting the boss. Okay, fighting at the, the end boss. of MGS three might be my favorite boss. Huh. So scrap everything I just said. I'm gonna go with the boss because that shit. It's everything I just said. It's story relevant. It's a good fight, and it it's poignant. It 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 has a purpose. The, because and going off of um. Going off of that, like uh, because uh, like Sam, I think Sam's big thing is he is supposed to in the beginning of the game he shows you. Hey, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to him at the end of the game, he he kind of gives you the like the master sword of it's not the sword that's great. It's not that that made him better. Mm. He literally the just the person. He was just better. Yeah. And I think by the end of the game, he 
he goes, okay, you have been humbled. And now you, you understand that like, you understand who you are and what you are and you've accepted that. And when you hmm. fight him, I think that's his point is as a player, he's a very straightforward fight. And he goes, what do you have now? Do it well. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I never really saw him as that. I just sort of, I guess I just saw him as like, you know, the handsome one of the team, you know, <laughs> I never really, that's, that's a very interesting way of putting it. Thank you. I put a, I put a lot of, a lot of thought into these. <laughs> um, no, um, I like your bosses on the team. Now you said bosses that, that like, uh, come back and reoccur. When you say that, do you mean you also like bosses who say they leave and then like, like you fought them. They're like, ha, like, they that's leave a cop come back. that's a cop out if you're like haha now smoke grenade Pff, no don't do that shit like at least like knock me on my ass first before you get out of here um um how about i know we're going a little bit over here um how about then because we talked about this this roughly last time too how about bosses then that are constantly growing with you because you and i we talked about pokemon you know what i just had a good thought but yeah keep on going with what you're saying um Pokemon, when you when you fight bosses in that game, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to count the Elite Four, I'm going to count specifically your rival. Mm-hmm. In the first one, um, you always come up to your rival, and your rival's like two gyms ahead of you. I think oh. he's always a couple levels ahead of you, and yeah, then yeah, you yeah. have to like fight him. Yeah, I remember talking about this last time, yeah. Um, whereas, how do, how do you feel about bosses like that, though, where it's like, like you beat them, but it, it's always... And I, I think in the... I think, honestly, in... Uh, when it comes to that in, um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, when it comes to that in Pokemon, like Pokemon Sun and Moon are the only ones that I think do it any real justice where oh. the kid comes up and says, I'm ready to fight you. And the entire time I'm like, dude, I like, I am seriously such a bully. Like stop trying to battle me with your Pokemon. I'm going to kill them one day. It's even worse than Sword and Shield if you can believe that shit. I remember you saying that. Yeah, it was, And I, I, I remember saying last time that <laughs> Blue and Silver... And maybe Wally are like the only rivals who are worth a shit. Yes. Um or no, uh yeah, blue, silver, and then yeah, Wally. Yeah. Um are the only and it, it is one of those where uh I think uh blue when you beat him, it's like he, he's just very arrogant. Yes. And it, he's, if he's you, too cocky to accept his own defeat. But I also think if you weren't grinding and like min-maxing and going like, well, what are you gonna have like if you weren't building a diverse team and just like me, where I'm like, I just want fire Pokemon because I'm a loser. Exactly. Um, the ones that shoot fire are cool. Yeah, yeah that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, or it's like I, I like the way these look, and it's like you have like four dark Pokemon, two fire. Like, and what are you hoping go to fuck do? Yourself. <laughs> and then you have a nine tails. That's you have two nine tails, one fire and one not. Like you're a glass <laughs> cannon. Why? Um. Yeah. So, I, how how do you feel about those bosses where? They're, they they have constant progression with you, and they're almost like the you should be this strong in order to go from this point on in the game. I like them, and what I did think of that I did not bring up last time, and I'm actually kind of surprised because I've been playing this game a lot, is in the um, Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor, the Nemesis system. Okay. How you can supposedly kill someone. And then, like, three hours later, they come back five levels higher with, like, a fucking eye patch. And you're like, hang on a second, that name looks familiar. Wait, that face looks a little bit familiar. Hang on a second, I killed you, like, three hours ago. What the fuck are you still doing here? So I, I really like that aspect, how, like, the, the orcs that you kill sort of level up with you. And, like, even when they're dead, they're not necessarily dead, you know? Um, How do you feel about the, um that one, then? Where it's like, let's say, let's say the boss beats you. Um, okay. Uh, and Demon Souls, Demon Souls, the second to last boss that you fight, mm-hmm. has an ability where he does a command grab. So sure. he lunges at you and grabs you, and he steals a level from your character. So let's say your level, you know, sixty-five. You're 64. He grabs you. You're 64. Now, the thing is, he doesn't permanently take the level away from you. When you die, Mm -hmm. the level drops on the floor like it would normally, and you see it, and you can pick up those souls. You just have to go respend them. Mm. But if you die on the next boss encounter, he will... Those souls vanish like they would otherwise, Uh and he has permanently de-leveled you unless you go back out to level back up. 
And if you lose, wow. you know, eight, nine times. That's ten levels gone almost. Yeah. And now the the boss technically hasn't gotten stronger, but he's made you so much weaker. He so how do you feel? Stronger, yeah. How do you feel about games where that's the level of punishment that it would give you for a boss where not only is this boss one a hard boss to fight, but two he has the ability to either one become stronger like the nemesis system mm-hmm. or two he can take away your abilities and take away your strength and now fighting him is that much more challenging i think that's super cool the thing about what was you said demon souls that was demon souls okay. yes yeah that should sound super cool but i have a own little personal anecdote about the nemesis system in shadow of war there was like some like random ass grunt orc who killed me and I was like, all right, shit stain, you're on my two kill list. And then he kept killing me and he kept getting stronger and stronger. And I was like, okay, what I need to do is I need to go off on my own, level up, come back to this motherfucker, kill him. Because at that point, he had killed me so many times, he was like 10 levels higher than me. And I was like, this is only going to just get harder. So I do like that. Someone's like enemies are growing with you and I don't see it a lot which is why I think I do like it so much and why I I apparently have a lot to say about the Nemesis system. No, it, it's one of those, like, when implemented well, it can be great. Exactly. Otherwise, you could see the disaster. Exactly. And I think they did do it well, which is, you know, very good because I think those games absolutely would have been kneecapped if that mechanic was bad. No, and that's a fantastic note to end on. So, winners, cool. let us know, what type of bosses do you guys like? Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have a boss fight where you guys are like, nope, can't stand this? Do you have boss fights where you're like, hey, actually, this this boss fight or like anytime I see something like this, mm-hmm. I'm totally here for it. Um, and let us know in the comments below. You can also find us next week. We will be uh, finishing out the rest of mm. uh, Metal Gear Rising and we will uh, then Halo be returning. Too. What's up? I said hopefully Halo as well. Hopefully Halo, well, that'll be two weeks from now because we'll finish up Metal Gear Rising, we'll finish that. Oh, okay. And then we'll, we'll delve into our new games. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at the wrong button, um, as well as catch us on our live streams, typically Mondays and on the weekend uh, between Mrs. Play and myself or just myself. And uh, hopefully in the near future, Nick for some Yakuza fun. Wahoo. Um, yeah, but thank you guys so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. Remember that you guys are all winners out there. And I'm glad it's, it worked this time. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I am too. Remember, you're all winners. Keep it weird. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Bye. And...